Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. Yes. Hey there, welcome to the cult show. Happy 4th of July. Hey, I've, hey I've, got an, I, I've got something to say. What's that? Um, I'm the kid that's all the can made of candy. No, I'm the kid that's all the candy. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. I'm glad I am. So's Uncle Sam. Well, it's funny because I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. I'm a Yankee Do or Die. A real life nephew of my Uncle Sam, born on the Fourth of July. Well, that's weird because I've got a Yankee Doodle <laughs> sweetheart, and she's my fucking Yankee Doodle Joy. Wow. <laughs> Yankee Doodle came to London just to ride the ponies. I am the Yankee Doodle boy. Metal. Wow. Metal. That Metal. just happened. <laughs> Happy 4th I'm, of July. <laughs> isn't there like a lot of lines to this song? Because I did not know those lines. <laughs> yeah, there's a what? lot more. Yes. Wow. <laughs> more than we ever knew. <laughs> I thought there was like four lines job, to the goddamn song. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, no practice selling it. No Scott, reversal. the producer, sells it. <laughs> Are we going live? I can't find us. <laughs> well, I sure hope so. We're yeah, supposed we're, to be. We're, no, we're on there. I'm looking at us right now. <laughs> oh, I can't see us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. So uh, it is the 4th of July, and we are uh, still apart because of the wonderful pandemic that has infested our lives. I say wonderful, but I don't really mean that in the good sense you of meant, wonderful. You meant, you meant wonderful like this. Wonderful. Yeah, with air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we couldn't go on yesterday because uh, we are, there was some preoccupation going on. So we decided, you know what? Let's do a 4th a of July bash because none of us can go do anything anyway. So This is a lot more fun than like anything out there anyway. That's Better true. than fireworks. Better than yeah. barbecue. I don't so really welcome. care for those. Welcome yeah. to our, our red, white, and boo. Red, white, and <laughs> celebration. boo. Celebration. <laughs> boo. So are we drinking? Anyone drinking today? I've got a, Anyone drinking? Um, I, I'm Anyone? drinking something. Since <laughs> I can find my... Um, Anyone? I, I like yes. your garnish, Neil. Anyone drinking? That's nice. Oh, that's very, my God. That's a really nice garnish, mm-hmm. Neil. That's Easy. that's so great. Easy. That's awesome. That's so oh, good. Look at Caleb's. That's, that's great. Caleb's got a garden in his glass. He grew... What did you grow? He has, is that meat? Is that a meat Is that product? bacon? Fuck yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Wow. Okay, can I go first? Because mine's not the... I have, I have a Lagunitas <laughs> hoppy refresher. That's not real beer, though, right? No. No. Okay. It's just the hop water, right? Yeah. What's the point of that? It tastes good. Oh, hot People water? Like it. Hot yeah. water, yeah. Would you like so the taste I've of hot, which I do? a Bloody Mary with some uh, bacon, some pickles, some garlic olives, some lime, some jalapeno. Wow. So you're so you going to like eat a little Dinner. nibble after you take like a sip? Or how does this work? <laughs> no, I just wanted to up Neil's garnish. So. Up garnish game? <laughs> Got you. But look at the glass. The glass is best. Yeah. That's very nice. It's a glass that sells it. What Neil? What's going on over there? Oh, it's uh, it's basically like strawberry water. Um, sorry, strawberry water. <laughs> strawberry water melon lemonade with vodka. So there is some watermelon strawberry mixed in, and then of course the garnish. So like Caleb, Dang. when I get hungry, I can refresh myself. Yeah, you, you sell a snack. Yes. Well, cheers, people. 
Yeah. Cheers. Happy and Fourth. <laughs> that was loud. That was. It was That's a loud in sound in my ear. Go on. <sighs> so hey, what should we should we talk about some things? Yeah, please talk. Talk away. Um what you got? Away. What you got? Uh, nothing, nothing. 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 I'm trying to think. Oh, I did watch something besides what we're doing. Okay. Um for this last weekend i finished season two of what we do in the shadows Yay. so i'm very sad mm-hmm. that it is done and i have no more so what'd you think um oh i loved it of course, of course. which one do you like better season one or two you know i think i had the benefit of watching them back to back so it just feels like one big season for me oh, okay. <laughs> yeah i couldn't pick and then i also finally after so many years of trying to get my hands on this movie, got to watch the Poughkeepsie tapes. Oh, you, guys... you were talking about that on. Uh... Yes. How'd you oh get it? Oh my God. It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not been on any streaming or anything and it's been hard to get, but I finally um, got to watch it and I was just like, Oh, I'm so excited. And uh, it was awesome. It's awesome. I can get why. It, you know, it really disturbs a lot of people. It really upsets a lot of people. Um, It's really fucking creepy. (laughs) Okay. Basically found footage torture porn from 2007. Okay. So you must be totally happy. Yeah. And it's a, (laughs) and it's a documentary style. So yeah, it was like everything I liked. I was like, right. Happy. <laughs> Everything in one wrapped up nice little package. Yeah. Fucking great. Nice. Awesome. And then I rewatched our movies. Yeah. That we're doing today. That we'll do tonight. Yeah. And we had yeah. five we had to rewatch just for this week alone. So that was a light week. Me. That's good. It is a good <laughs> oh, God, That's a slow week for us. <laughs> yeah. What about y'all? I kind of enjoyed it. Um I started watching that the new Netflix uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I watched the um, first episode of that too. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I it's, love it. It's okay. I mean, if you like this thing, it totally needs Robert Stack, you know, doing the the little well, narration. But he's um, dead now. I understand that, but it's they're never going to recreate the the original, in my opinion, without him. So no, but, but it's kind of nice. Not it's kind of nice in the credits. You can like see his silhouette a little bit. A little bit. It was yeah. like, yeah, it was like really sweet little. So like, you watched the first one. So I've done just two. The first one. Mm-hmm. So the synopsis says that there's going to be some like supernatural stuff coming on. That's kind of yes. why I started it. But one and two don't have that yet. So we'll see. Yeah, because the old show did that. Sometimes it was like spooky. Right. Yeah. When I loved, oh god damn, I loved Unsolved Mysteries as a child. <laughs> yes. God damn, I loved it. So, well, you I know. did. Love me some Robert Stack. <laughs> yes. Old school. But what else did you watch? Anything else? Uh, just a lot of movies. Yeah. Nothing nothing worth nothing new, nothing really worth talking about. Things I've seen before. You watched Tiger King again for like the fourth time. For the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> Gets better every time. <laughs> for the fourth time. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced that Carol Baskin, I don't know. Carol <laughs> Baskin. Yeah, the more I watch Carol that Baskins. show, the more I think she's guilty. 
Carol Baskins. So I was planning on Thursday. We had our very first cult film series return since we had to shut down. And none uh, of us could be there. And we showed Jaws and then Jaws 3D in 3D. So I was really excited to actually go watch Jaws 3D in 3D. Because I saw it in the theaters when it came out in 3D. And not since then, obviously. And then um, and then I woke up Thursday and I had a little little tickle in my chest, a little little teeny cough. And so I'm like, well, crap, I better not go in, you know, because I have to, to see what's going on first. So I um, had to schedule a test, you know, for the old cove, which I can't get till Thursday. That's the soonest I could do it. I even called the doctor and he's like, oh, yeah, go call these people, which is the same people I called for the test initially. So anyway. So I was unable to actually be there and watch Jaws 3D and 3D. I was so upset. But uh, all yeah. of which probably just a little allergy or something, you know. I right. hear you. Yeah. Frustrating. But the good Watch news, by the time we come, when we come together next week, I will have already <laughs> had my brain swab. So at least we'll know what's going on. And I can report back to you guys, guys how fun that is or is not <laughs> to have happen. Right. <laughs> Isn't it, isn't it nice that your healthcare provider that you pay money for, you know, won't, <laughs> won't see you. <laughs> yeah. yeah won't, I mean, won't provide healthcare. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of like, I guess if it's an emergency, you go to the emergency room, they'll do one before they let, let you in, you know, to the oh, hospital. Apparently okay. you have to have like hella symptoms though. Yeah. But that you need to actually go into the, anyway, but it, it does yeah. kind of suck that. Hey, I might be sick. Can I get one? And it's like, oh yeah, and, you know, eight days or whatever the heck it was. Right. Yeah, seven and days. It's like, cool. I, I could contract it by then <laughs> if I my test comes up negative. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, there's that, and if I'm staying home the whole time, you know, you know, it just kind of sucks. That's all. But yeah, words no, cannot describe how disappointed I was to not go watch Jaws. You guys know that's one of my favorite one horror of your movies. Faith, I know. <laughs> could not make it happen, and I was very upset. <laughs> Do you tear apart your house? He's like, God damn this place. I hate my life. And just throw everything <laughs> yeah. around. Throwing everything. Um, all your dishes I, are broken. Uh, all of them are broken. <laughs> Every piece of glassware. Scott's, Scott's new new uh, bougie mixer is broken. Because oh, you had a pieces. fit. Pieces. Pieces. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing I would that never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> she knows where the line is drawn in the sand. It's right, like, don't, right. Don't touch the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I still want some sourdough bread. Oh, shots fired! Shots, shots fired. fired! Oh, and a friendship bracelet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I come know, on, Sandra. I, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> no, I and I, I want to get you that friendship bracelet. Every time we do an episode, I want to raise my hand like this and see it on screen. You know, right, right there on my wrist. Oh my gosh, Every time I, I go necklaces. like this, it's a it's a reminder that yeah, I'm not friendship bracelet yeah. worthy. I yep. wore necklaces today and earrings, but it's like really too fucking hot to be wearing jewelry. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking. It's disgusting. Um, what do you want? To, you guys want to talk well, about our our stuff? We do. Can I just want to real quick want to say hi to who's joining us so far? Because Please. we have Mindy. Hi, Mindy and hi, Laura. Mindy. And we have our new friend, Vision's Truth. Vision's hey. Truth. Who backed no. me up on the Poughkeepsie tapes in the chat. Yep. So, I'll... No. yeah. So, hello, friends. And then for others who may be watching who haven't chimed in yet, please get involved yeah. in the chat. Say hi. We'll Say talk hello. to you. Say hi. 
Give us your opinion. Just say hi. Feel free to sing a version of Yankee Doodle Boy, whatever you want. You could so, do that. Or girl. Yeah. Or person. Yeah. Right. Don't go to bring gender into it if you don't that's, want to. That's true. No, yeah. they just didn't know that back then when they, they wrote didn't. it. Back in 1905 yeah. when that guy yeah. sang it. So I'm a, I'm a Yankee Doodle person. <clears throat> yeah. Totally or, or don't be a Yankee Doodle person. <laughs> <laughs> be a, yeah, okay. Be a doodle. Just be a doodle. Just be a doodle. Just be a doodle. Be a labradoodle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or a doodle jump or a, a cheese doodle, a noodle doodle, or <laughs> a noodle doodle. Well, we had another friend come in. We had another friend. Oh, Mark's here. Oh, Mark. Hello, Mark. Mark. Hello, Mark. Hi. Welcome back. Wonderful the insight Reverend. last week. So the machine gun Revan, right? Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, sir. Welcome. Yes. Happy 4th of July to everyone. Thank you for joining you can- us on the holiday. <laughs> I like how we all kind of wore patriotic colors. Like we all kind of wore something blue. <laughs> and oh. like that. That, was, blue. that was not intentional. <laughs> no. I, it, I mean, I feel like we all get an A for effort. We do. But no. when I was... When I was doing my makeup look today, there's like, I don't think you guys can see it, but there's like, there's glitter. And I was yeah. like, I called this look the Star Spangled Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> so when I put my makeup on, you just couldn't see it. So I think yeah. I probably need to go like have a Your MAC makeup consult looks- or something. Oh my God, no Wanda. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wanda, Wanda consult. consult. Yeah, she's better yeah. than anybody. I know she is. My lipstick she came off on the straw already, so Ugh. I gave up. You bought the well, wrong, wrong lipstick. You, you need did. to wear a long-lasting lipstick. Long-lasting? Okay. Like Do they this? sell that I at could, Walmart? I could eat, like, pizza, and this wouldn't come off. Right. Yeah, you can't it's, You can't buy the cheap stuff, Neil. I, I can't help hell it. I always no. go for that 99-cent bin. Oh, see, oh there's fuck. Your problem. That's your first problem. There is your problem. There's your problem. There's your problem. <laughs> yes, Lips, that's, that's lipstick the issue. You can... Lipstick you can eat pizza with. That's what you want. Yeah. It needs to be able to survive like a nuclear holocaust. Okay. Like a, and you'd still like a and you'd still and you'd still cockroach look fresh. Lipstick. Same I thing. am the freshest goddamn cockroach in the apocalypse, okay? <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> when all else is dead and the world is a wasteland of toppled yeah. buildings, there'll be Sandra. <laughs> in my lips. Left. With with yeah. your with your red lipstick. lips. And they'll everybody will be like dragging themselves by, and they'll be like, "Look at that drip! Respect the drip!" <laughs> they'll be like the nuclear fallout zombies going, "Yeah, like, lipstick." Yeah, I'll be lipstick. like, oh, "This, this, <laughs> you're so sweet." <laughs> lipstick zombies. There's our new movie. <laughs> Yeah, I could yeah, write, direct, and star in that okay. one. Okay, well, write it because we need to make a movie. Okay, I'll write it right now instead of doing this episode. Okay, how about okay. take us into our topic first, and then we'll do it after. Oh, okay. So this is something very exciting. We haven't quite done an episode like this before. No the show because this is a it's a holiday. Damn it! And we're going to be festive. Um, this. <laughs> Neil looks like vaguely threatened as he holds up a tiny American flag. Um, so it's actually very our, big. It's just far away behind me. Oh, so. it's just really far away. It's perspective. Yeah. Perspective. perspective. Yeah. Yep. Um, so tonight's episode, as you can see, oh my God, stop. Uh, I won't do the intro if you're just going to f- wave your flag hither and thither. No more flag. You could stick it in your drink. 
Okay. Take us in. Sorry. Red, white, and boo. Mm. So we watched five American horror movies uh, that are all about ghosts and American hauntings. And the girl right here did some research on the real cases so we can kind of talk about the movie and then like what allegedly really happened so it's a very educational episode yes it's gonna be full of education and frights and so many frights and learn learned things patriotism (laughs) lots of patriotism yeah lots of patriotism Um, you know what's good is like because right now kids aren't in school they're doing like distance learning this could be like a class just set your children in front of us. Yeah. And this watch should be this. like college credit course. Yeah. This is three units at least. At least. <laughs> it should be right. Yeah. So that's the, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Teach us, Sandra. Teach us. I'm excited. <laughs> I am like, I'm kind of obsessed with true crime, true paranormal stories. So when this idea was um, birthed, hatched, conceived, um, I was like, this is awesome. This is like, hook it up to my veins. This is my ish. We all know you're very good at the lore. You know it well. You enjoy it. So this is going to be an education. Much better than Neil or I. Yeah. Yeah, I got this, guys. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. So what's up, teacher? Teach away. Well, where do we? Well, so I think we should start with the movie, and then we'll do the truth, right? Then we'll do the tea. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So synopsize our first film. One of you. All right, Caleb. You take haunting. Okay. So number number five is haunting in Connecticut. Connecticut. Or Connecticut every time I type it out, trying to search, trying to find this freaking movie so I can watch it. <laughs> or when I try to spell it. Yeah. Um, okay. So Haunting in Connecticut. Um, this is the one with Virginia Madsen, right? Yep. Correct. Helen, Helen from Candyman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think she's done like a couple other things, but that's who she is in my, uh. my world. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, it takes place in Connecticut, um, and it is about a, a family. Uh, they have a son who is going through uh, chemotherapy, and in order to not have to drive to chemotherapy, they rent this house. And once they move in, Odd things start happening. They start seeing things. They start hearing things. They, you know, but part of the treatment is they have given the cancer son a new drug and they don't, they keep saying, Are you seeing things that aren't there? Are you, you know, and and he can't say, I'm seeing these things because he doesn't want to go off the treatment. Because he wants to get better. He wants to get cured. So it's kind of okay. like that, uh, you know, no one believes in what's happening, you know. Right. Except for it's like all happening to all of them, but they're. But it's, yeah. well, right. Okay. But, <laughs> but at first it's just happening to him. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. so do you guys want to know the truth or do you want to know your opinions first? I would say the truth. Okay. <laughs> Here's There's, what really happened. <laughs> sure. And so I did disclaimer i researched some different things and i kind of cobbled my stories together that's how i always do this sort of thing so i i highly recommend if you're like into it research it and the fun thing about all five of these films is that like a lot of paranormal and true crime i know a, a, a little about a lot so it was fun to like oh i didn't know that what and research more so in 1986 so you guys were 30 in 1986. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Carmen and Alan. Is this is sometimes called the Snedecker case. So Carmen and Alan Snedecker <laughs> moved into the infamous home with their large family. So the house was cheap, big, and close to the hospital where their son was getting treatment for Hodgkin's lymphoma. So all that's true. And yes, the house used to be a funeral home, complete with all the tools and the equipment down in the basement. And since it was the biggest room, they're like, let's stick the boys down there. I assume they cleared out some of the tools and the equipment. I don't know. I would have insisted they keep them if that was my room. <laughs> um, so the family said like, oh, we didn't know it was a funeral home. And the people that sold them the house were like, yeah, it was disclosed. It was a funeral home. but it. So there's a little room yeah. for skepticism there. So Carmen, Allen, and their niece all reported sexual assaults by entities in the home. Um, and eventually, the famous and controversial, we will talk about them later, I have a whole little section on them, the Warrens uh, came in to investigate. They backed up the claims said that this was all happening. Uh, they carried out a full exorcism on the property. Uh, supposedly, according to what they found, they say that the people who owned the funeral home were necrophiliacs. But who the fuck knows if that's true? There's like no way to prove that. Um, so some folks who lived there before and since have said they never experienced anything in the house. And then there's some people who says, yeah, there was paranormal activity, but not to the level the Snedeckers nor Warrens claim. Hmm. Okay. okay. So some so, of the differences yeah. in the movie were that the movie does not depict any sort of sexual assaults, um, at, all. assaults at all. Probably because um, they wanted to keep that PG-13 rating, I'm guessing. Right. And then also, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen it, but in the ending of the movie, the house burns down. Not true. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and there's a little, what do you call it, a tag right before the credits saying that the house was rebuilt and no one ever um, experienced anything odd. In the newly rebuilt home. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know if that's true or not, that it burnt down, or I couldn't find anything on that, so I don't okay. know. Yeah, Something real quick that I saw said it's still there, and you can drive by and see it if you want yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so there maybe was it got lit on fire at some point, but I don't know if it burned all the way down. That's just yeah. a really easy way to end your movie. You just burn it right. down, regardless yeah. of what happened. You're just like, oh, we'll just burn it. Burn it down, yeah. So... <laughs> um. And they did it. They did an exorcism there, which is why they claim now that it's clean, right? Why there's no occurrences because there was an exorcism done. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what, um, you know, the Warrens and the, the Warrens would probably say. I mean, here's the thing. I am a, I'm a believer in the paranormal, and I can totally, you know, think maybe it's like this family, this particular set of circumstances, you know, made there be more activity. Like, I'm willing to, to like, extend my disbelief to that. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know about this. Like, the... <sighs> It feels like, like with all of these, the real story's creepier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what they end up depicting in the movie. Right. Um, yeah. So I speaking of... Mo- go yes, ahead. go ahead. Go. No, oh, you go. You. Okay. Me. Um, <laughs> you. <laughs> um, I thought that the movie had some really cool, creepy visuals, but... Um, it's it's not a great story for for me. I was just right. kind of like, it just kind of ambles along a lot. Again, some good creepy imagery, but not enough for me to be like, oh, such a good movie. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was, part of the issue I had was I thought there was too many, they went for too many of the jump scares of like Absolutely. the shadows and the things that were coming behind you. And so then the, the scene would linger too long. And then it would slow things down, and you're just like, "Oh my God, hurry up! Just do with the next one." So Pacing. for me, it, it was just, yeah, it was, it was honestly, it was not an enjoyable film for me. Yeah. You know, like you said, that the the real the real story is far more intriguing than uh, than the movie. Yeah, Agreed. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, thing, I thought oh, the I yeah. thought the 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 carved. Um, mm-hmm. Cadavers. Whatever they were, yeah, cadavers <laughs> were. That was a cool effect, but that it was, was all things you've seen before. They were all really cheap scares, and you know, I was never scared. I know you guys were never scared watching this movie. Um, yeah. One thing that I forgot to put um, in my little wrap up right there too is uh, the oldest son really did have some strange behavioral issues, and. Um, it turns out at some point he was diagnosed schizophrenic. Um, and like when he wasn't there, like bad things wouldn't necessarily happen too. So that's a little bit tricky because eh, I could have, you know, he could have just been ill. Um, but it's hard to say like, you know, uh, drugs and cancer and all that is going to do radical personality changes too. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. Did- did he did, was his cancer cured afterwards? Do you, did you find out? You know, I like, didn't like find the, that. The, the so movies. I, okay, yeah, so go ahead. in my little research, um, in the in the eighties, it was, but then it came back, and he passed yeah. away. And I think it was two thousand twelve. I believe it was. Oh, wow, so fairly recently, like. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I don't know. Sounds like it was just a messy scary home life situation for all of them but right. it's a, it's always weird like the one thing that also sticks out in my mind and i'm not saying like oh they deserve this to happen to them or anything but it's that they were like we didn't know it was a funeral home and the people are like yeah <laughs> right. we told you and i would think the minute you stepped into the basement like you'd be like yeah it's a funeral home and i have a hard time believing they they bought it sight unseen i, I don't know I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not saying they're lying. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, supposedly they were doing work on the house and the basement was blocked off from the equipment doing that renovation. So the the lady claimed she couldn't get into the basement. Right. Um, 
But whenever you buy a house that was is for a steal, apparently, you know, they that that's what the owners are saying. The previous owners like, oh, yeah, we here's the reason it's so cheap. It was a mortuary. <laughs> it was yeah. a space where people died and their bodies got worked on. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So anyway. And I feel and I feel bad for the funeral home people if they really were not necrophiliacs. <laughs> and that's just <laughs> like, you know, been like put on them. Like that's Yeah, that's, seriously. That's a pretty serious um accusation. That could be some slander and libel. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, did you really like to have sex with dead people? <laughs> There's a joke that I really love because I like, I don't know. I I don't think necrophilia is funny in real life, but I like necrophilic humor. And I've told you guys this one where um, like <laughs> they call it necrophilia. I call it cracking open a cold one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My humor wow. is dark, but my heart is filled with love. Damn. Wow. For all of Earth's creatures. I almost spit my drink out on that one. Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> Next. It's my, it's the Don't gallows humor. Us. We love the gallows humor. Don't cancel us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't taste me, YouTube. Don't taste me. <laughs> I think I think necrophiliac's probably like the least of everybody's concerns right now. <laughs> On the list of things we're going to cancel people for, it's it's way over here. <laughs> I have a really good married joke that I'm not going to make. <laughs> so regarding that, so well, yeah, Neil, Neil, nope, not going to do it. No, <laughs> not going to do don't. it. <laughs> um, all right, so all right, Neil, number four. Me? Okay, <laughs> the next movie we are discussing is uh, another PG-13 offering from the 2000s called An American Haunting. American haunting. American haunting. American. Um, American. <laughs> American haunting. <laughs> this film, <laughs> uh, it stars Donald Sutherland, Sissy Spacek as your two, I guess, your main characters. Um, Mon Pa Bell. Mon Pa Bell. Uh, and you would the think other with, one. with actors of that caliber that this sure. would be a great film. Yeah. You would think. Howard, we'll got, come back got, to that. You've got <laughs> Carrie and President Snow in one movie. <laughs> That's darn right. So I don't know how they could have gone wrong. However, um, they did. The synopsis of this film, yeah. So it's regarding the Bell Witch. Is that correct, Sandra? That correct. Coming to be what you taught me, <laughs> it was called. Basically, a witch is angered at Donald Sutherland and the family, the Bell family, uh, regarding a land dispute. Uh, and so she w- places a curse on them. Um, at least you think she does. Uh, and then bad things befall the the daughter, the the eldest daughter, and uh, the dad, keeps, and and the dad. But yeah, but I, I think the daughter gets the worst of it. <laughs> that, at least it seems for sure, you know. But um, and That's she gets Betsy. visited, and she and it's very reminiscent of the some of the harassment and the um and the abuse from a spirit in regards that she gets hit and dragged and um and there is I guess some sexual abuse that you come to find out later spoiler alert apparently the dad was actually doing and that's the part that i might need clarification from from you sandra was was it the dad the entire time and therefore you know what i mean because there's a point in the movie that you after everything the family is going through you come to find out that um donald sullivan goes to visit the witch and says okay okay stop here kill me and let my family go and she's like i you know, I never placed a curse on you. You did it yourself. Um, while Jake licks himself in the background. 
So it's adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. It's adorable. Go at it, Jake. He's a, he's Go a cat. At it. He is a cat. <laughs> he's a cat. It's not one of Neil's for human everyone children. to see. Yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So that, I think that kind of summarizes basically which curse, um, abuse. <laughs> bad things happen to father and daughter. Uh, yeah. Abuse being knocked around. Um, and they poison him. And what else? They poison him at the end. They poison him. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Um, and it's kind of like insinuated that uh, Ma, Sissy Spacek's character, I believe her name is Lucy, that it's almost like she had kind of like repressed the memory and then it like comes back to her. Like, right. And the yeah. film, we should, I should say, the film starts in current day and the actual happenings take place. So back in what? The. 1800s. Early, early, 1800s. early, early 1800s. Yeah. 1800s, I think. I believe it it's is. early. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so too. So, um, so, and I don't even, we'll get, we'll get into the movie after. So I'll stop <laughs> okay. there and let Sandra stop. go into the real yeah. happening. Okay. So the story goes that the Bell family was haunted by the entity from 1817 to 1821. So that's like five years. It goes by a little quicker in the movie version. Um, yes. A guy named Martin V. Ingram actually wrote a book about the case in 1894. So that's 73 years after the events happened. So it's speculated that his book and the entire thing is folklore, fiction, or just completely fake. So it's it's kind of a controversial story. Mm. Um, so some movie uh, events match up with what allegedly happened there was the dog apparition john and betsy were kind of the main targets apparently all the kids in the family um got attacked in some way but betsy was like got it the worst and people traveled from everywhere to come see this phenomena it was kind of a tourist attraction though it seems the bell family didn't like the attention um and the apparition was a cheeky little monkey and it really loved to like kind of um tell stories and talk to people and misbehave uh at one point it said it was a native american whose um like grave had been disturbed and no, no one knows if that's true or not. Um, it liked quoting the Bible. It liked to be involved in religious quarrels. So, I mean, I'm feeling like same, right? Like we, we have a lot in common, this thing and I. Um, and it liked to gossip about the neighbors, which I thought was a fun detail. Uh, the entity was sometimes known as the witch. Uh, after it, at one point, it claimed that it was old Kate Batts's witch. So they kind of like embellished the character of Kate Batts in the movie. That's one of the things it claimed it was. Clearly it claimed it was a few things. So skeptics would show up and be like, okay, you know, well, what was my grandma's maiden name or whatever? And it would answer allegedly. So it was like disproving the skeptics. It really liked mom, Lucy. Um, it gave her little gifts instead of torment. So of all the people in the family, it liked her. The witch did claim quite often that it wanted to kill Papa Bell. It talked about that a whole lot. And he was a slave-owning douchebag, so who the fuck cares, <laughs> right? They did have um, a lot of slaves, didn't they? Oh, God. We'll talk a lot. I'm going to yeah. get that. So, 
she allegedly did kill him through poisoning. The entity allegedly killed him through poisoning. And uh, then when everybody showed up at their house to like mourn him, to mourn John, the entity loudly sang body drinking songs. That little fucking troll. Like, <laughs> can, can I love this entity even any more than I already do. Um, so then I guess the entity always liked to say that it didn't like um, Betsy's fiance. And she's like, I'm going to, the entity said, I'm going to stay here to, and like, um, don't marry that guy. And eventually um, Betsy decided, okay, I'm not going to marry him. So the entity will go away. So it was like an excuse for her to get out of an engagement basically. And the ent- entity said, perfect. I'm happy. I'll be back in seven years. Left for seven years, came back, and the family just wasn't really um, loving its shenanigans anymore. And apparently they just ignored it until it went away. (laughs) And eventually (laughs) did. Um, One popular theory, if you couldn't guess this already, is that Betsy, the daughter, was the quote-unquote witch. And she was using ventriloquism, you know, to kind of... Be able to like, yeah, throw her voice and pretend to be the entity, and it's how it would know things about people and the convenient. Oh, I want to get out of this engagement, and if I do, then the witch will go away. Like, seems a little convenient. Um, the cave, the Bell Witch Cave, is true. Uh, you can visit it. I might not be able to right now in the COVID era, but uh, it is a tourist thing you can go to in Tennessee, which sounds like fun. It was on their property, on the Bell's property. Um, one story I found said that Betsy and some of the other kids were exploring in it, and one kid got stuck, but the Bell Witch entity came and freed him and then gave the children a lecture about safe spelunking. <laughs> so already i'm thinking this is all a lot more interesting than the movie we got yes <laughs> sounds much I, more interesting can i just jump in safe spelunking sounds like a euphemism ah, well you know maybe that's what they were doing in the cave <laughs> it's very possible it, it does require a headlamp sometimes i mean you have to get deep inside so, you know <laughs> as long as it doesn't turn into the descent we're all good i was gonna say neil you might not be doing it right but you know what safe spelunking that's really what matters here safe, safe spelunking <laughs> whatever you need to do to feel safe um yeah this movie is a hot fucking mess and <laughs> what is even with the dual timeline it's so bizarre there's no reason to have a dual timeline in this movie. None. None. So there's no purpose. <laughs> this movie sucked so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I, I you, will say the costumes were great. Costumes and actually costumes I liked the Costumes were score. fine, but yeah. this thing costumes was... Costumes and score. At least it was free. At least it was free. That's like it all great. it had going for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just did do not... some commercials, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not... We're not typically, I don't know, it was like, you know, uh, it was a commercial for Visit Tennessee. Apparently, a Tennessee tourism <laughs> commercial, but not not for good movies, because we try to be positive, but uh, I did not like this movie at all. I mean, I, I was so bored and just getting so mad at it. It was so clumsy. The editing, the editing of this movie was so horrible. It was I mean, like it, they just cobbled, like literally the movie was like yeah. cobbled together. It's it was so like, bizarre. It was like Jake just walked across the keyboard and like in Final Cut and just kind of like yeah. you know bump 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 bump. And that's where the pieces went together. 
I mean, it was so. And and why did they yes, go between yes. black and white and color? The camera would move, and it's like black and white color. Black like, and white I guess color. that was what the entity was seeing. Apparently, the entity can't see color. <laughs> <laughs> the entity's a dog. Is it Bill? Which the a entity dog? is a I dog. Mean, yeah. I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> I did not like this movie. No, yeah, it's, hor- it's horrible. I, I, it makes no yeah, sense. Same, no same. sense. And it's um, like, is it a ghost? Is it the dad? Is it a, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, it just, it really didn't make no sense whatsoever. Like, and, no. and like so. your, um, so I said we'd come back to John Bell, Mr. Slave Owner Man. Yeah. Because, okay, it's really weird because the, it's almost like they didn't know how to end the movie because it's like you're supposed to, like him and be like oh it's okay they're like a nice slave owning family and then it's also like like no he's also a child molester and so it's like oh jesus like why did we ever try to like make him look like a good guy like yeah he's he's like he's horrible like it it, yeah he's not he's not a protagonist at all i mean he's a slave owner He's a yeah, a pedophile, slave owning, pedophile, and scumbag. I, yeah, I, I don't know. And the mom, I don't, why whether did she just Sutherland bring, agree to play that character? I don't know. Yeah, he I don't needed know. money. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they had something on both of them. <laughs> they, they, I'm sure they were under contract. They had to give the studio a film. do my do my movie or we release these pictures or something. And I like both of them, especially Sissy Spacek. I mean, she's an angel woman and she couldn't save this movie. No, it goes to show that like even great acting cannot save a horribly written, you know, and produced movie. The acting wasn't great. No, they were totally phoning it in. They really were. Because it was a bad script and 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 the directing. I mean, everything. It was just, it was a cobbled together and then, I, hate, I hate to I hate to go back yeah. to this. It was a piece of spam. It was a cobbled together <laughs> piece of spam. So and then to make it go. even more offensive, it yeah. turns out that the the dual timeline, the wraparound story, yeah. is that this girl is being molested by molested her dad. by her dad, and like she's like and like the yeah. mom. So like, where's the ghost? Hey. Yeah, yeah, the where's mom's the like, haunting? Wait. Like <laughs> like chasing her down the street, and it's like. Oh my god, yeah. we don't get to see any resolution. We don't get to see the girl get out of the car or get any justice. We literally right. just see her driving away with her abuser. It's like she's like wh- she's <laughs> driving away without the window of the car. Uh, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, like literally like, oh my god, why did we even do this? If yeah. like we're not yeah. even gonna like and I felt like the ghost was even like, the fuck? I just told you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, this movie. But yeah. I'm glad you guys saw it because it is um it is an important, important, it's an interesting part of um, the American lexicon of folklore. And I'm right. very fascinated by that idea that it could be real or it could be completely fake, or, you know, because basically it had to have been what like little stories, scraps of stories, oral history until 73 years later when this guy wrote it. I don't know. I found that really fascinating. Yeah. Yep. Well, we all agree the film was. Don't bother, but pay. Go like Sandra. You did an excellent job on that. Yeah, Lord, thank you. So yeah, people should just watch what you did and not forgo the movie. So and can go. we go? Let's go to the let's go to the bell like place. Let's go tour it and do the cave. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. I agree. Adding it to the list. Adding. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> What is this? Hold on. I'm sorry. I just totally peeked at the chat. Scott says, at least it tied in the two minutes of present time better than Company of Wolves. 
<laughs> oh, Scott. Scott did not understand oh, that man. beautiful movie. <laughs> no, and I'm laughing so hard because I agree with Scott. That movie, Company of Wolves and a Neil, we're just going to ignore these haters until they go away. Just like when just like when the Bell Witch came back after 7 years yeah. and the family just ignored it and then left again. <laughs> I think the Bell Witch is going to visit Caleb and Scott tonight when they're sleeping. Yeah. Pour poison on you. Actually, you know what? Donald Sutherland's ghost is going to visit Caleb and Scott oh, while yeah. they're sleeping. And he's oh not dead God. yet. But he's he's not dead go- yet, yeah. Get laid! He's got that, he's got that hair. <laughs> that Donald Sutherland ghost hair. He's going to seduce you with it, Caleb. <laughs> no seduction necessary. <laughs> you don't even have to try, Donald Sutherland ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb skip will the, be sk- skip the foreplay. I'm ready. You're gonna get it for free. You're gonna get yes, it for free. Just, Caleb will have already cracked open a cold one and be ready. To go, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Caleb entity. Uh, yeah. Um. I'd never seen this movie before. And oh, a first timer. Yeah. Holy shit. I really, really, really liked it a lot. Um, so you've got, uh, let's see, it's Barbara Hershey, right? Barbara yeah. Hershey. Is uh, a single mom with uh, three kids, I think. Anyway, yes. struggling to make ends meet, um, working a job, and also going to night school. Three, four, three, 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 three. It's okay. You can speak over me. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't right? remember. Yeah, the older son from a previous relationship, and the two. I think that's. I, I believe it was two. The movie had three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go on. Go on. Um, who just suddenly starts being molested and raped, and you know, by and. Entity, you know, hence the name. Uh, in the meantime, she's going to a psychiatrist played by Ron Silver, um, who's telling her, no, this is, you know, there's nothing happening. Your mind is, you know, very Freudian, like, your mind is, and you're, you know, older, older yeah. men and sexual repression and uh, yeah. daddy issues yeah, uh, yeah daddy thank he, you <laughs> he very nicely mansplains her problems too right oh very much so <laughs> very much so um and it isn't until she meets some uh what are they they're not ghost hunters they're like paranormal uh researchers the re- is that yeah. what it, yeah um parapsychologists or whatever the heck they call them yeah I, yeah i think parapsychologist is correct thank you uh we're like, yeah, we totally believe you. And then they, you know, set up all their equipment and they catch it all on film. And um, I don't know. This movie was, uh, well, so first of all, the practical effects. I mean, rape is horrible, disgusting. But the scene where the the she is being manipulated by, by the ghost, by the entity uh yeah. was like holy shit that's like how do they do that it's creepy um, and it's very effective and yeah. it holds up yeah, yeah. Um, yep it's like it's a really good movie i love barbara hershey she's really great 
she's cool. She really is. Um, you know, and then she's got this friend that like, you know, believes her, but doesn't believe, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the, fa- I, I, I always felt that she just, it didn't matter what she said. She was just always going to be supportive no matter what. And that's yeah. the feeling you get in the movie. You're um, a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is nice when no one else believes her, you know. I mean, the kids do because they're kind of going through some some stuff as well. You know, her son yeah. gets a broken wrist, and they all see things flying around the the, the home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I agree. That's it, yeah. It was well. We'll talk about the movie, I guess, for sure afterwards. <laughs> let, let you hear. Yeah. Okay. The entity. Okay. <laughs> so the movie was adapted from a novel about the case of Doris Byther. Uh, Doris was a mother of, I found four, maybe they cut a kid out of the movie. I don't, I don't know. Um, who stated in 1974 that she was repeatedly sexually assaulted by an entity in their Culver City home uh, upon moving into it. Her case was studied by the now defunct parapsychology lab at UCLA. The researchers were led by two people named Dr. Taff and Gaynor, who led a good-sized team in those days. And actually, Dr. Taff seems like a pretty cool guy. He's popped up at a lot of different things and horror conventions and stuff over the years. Um, Apparently, he spent a lot of the 70s, 80s, and 90s lecturing about this, and it's kind of like petered off. I I think he's still with us, but I'm not positive. Um, So they say that there was something going on in the house, for sure. They said that when you walked in, it smelled like rotting meat. Objects would fly all over the place. It was extremely cold. Um, It was even believed that they saw a full-bodied apparition once. Uh, Doris uh, apparently was a a person that had a lot of problems. And uh, she moved around a lot, and eventually the team lost track of her. Uh, She passed away in 1995. Dr. Taff says that a lot of the action in the film was rewritten away from the truth and that the movie should have been more serious and followed um, closer to the events that actually transpired because that would have made it way more frightening. Wow. But yeah. So that's, huh. I guess. Cause I thought yeah, it was I'm, very serious and frightening and you know, yeah, uh, I think, yeah. I mean, I guess like, I guess for them that like lived through it, you know, like they probably, you know, probably thought that it could have been done. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not as a horror movie or something, you know, like because people look down on us horror movie people. <laughs> you know, maybe he wanted it to be something more like that where it's like, no, there's like something really horrifying going on and these people lived through it. But um, I always think that's interesting when people are like, Haha, yeah, that's a nice little Hollywood version of something really fucking scary that happened. Yeah. So that makes yeah. me feel even more like, oh, God, it must have been awful. Awful. Absolutely. So, yeah. like Kayla said, yeah, I mean, um, Barbara Hershey definitely, she was, did a fan, I, I think she really did a really good job kind of playing that. I almost want to call her kind of an ingenue figure to start at least, you know what I mean? Because she really was kind of just trying to work, keep her, you know, keep her household going, but had her job, was going to night school. Yeah, and trying to better the, herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and which in, apparently in 19, like 1980s, by being a good typist, <laughs> apparently will get you a lot more money. That's what yeah. she was in school for. Um, but yeah, and then of course all these things happened to her, which, uh, you know, is not, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know, it's just horrific. But like, like you said though, Caleb, the, this, the the practical effects and it was Stan Winston 
Stan Winston who did Not, practical yeah, effects. Yeah. So which were just amazing because they hold up. I mean, I perfect. I think yeah. this movie holds up. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. still like you're just like, wow, it's pretty. I remember I remember I really I saw this last time I saw this I, 30 years ago, maybe, you know, wow. somewhere in there. Okay. And I still remember those very specific parts and they hold up really well. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing what talented people can do. Yeah. With, with that, with the with latex, <laughs> you know, and these right? effects, yeah, but. latex and bladders, and you know, but yeah, but the movie moved, moved. I like how the fact that it started and it didn't take time to build up to it. Like she didn't hear a noise, and it wasn't this, and then a week yeah. later that it was like, like she comes the, home. The true and story it was immediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come definitely get tired of the whole kind of pussyfooting around the you know <laughs> oh the little glass moved oh i heard a noise it's like she's just like what's that boom and then it just starts you know yeah so her. yeah that's what happens first right she gets right yeah. yeah she gets like hit yeah which Ooh. is brutal i mean you think about no, what someone yeah. would have to go through being yeah tortured like that not being able to have anyone believe you right. and i think that's like part of the appeal of like paranormal especially haunted house movies because i totally love haunted house movies it's like a huge subgenre for me that um you should feel safe in your home it's and your it's like you're yes exactly and then of course that you're afraid to tell people because they'll think you're crazy or they'll think it's all in your head or they'll think you're lying so yeah it's it's good it's good stuff it is i think um the um ron silver he was the her psychiatrist yeah yeah you know i mean i well, yes, he was definitely mansplaining. I, <laughs> I think I really I believe his character that he really did want to help her. Oh, you know absolutely! I mean? yeah, it was absolutely. just, and he but. didn't, but he did obviously did not believe in the paranormal. So it was kind of like you know, it was kind of funny how it just kind of made him mad. But uh, you know, I don't know. These days, we've learned a lot since then, obviously. And how we've to only, help someone. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, but then there was also the the how to they help were having, someone. The, the group psychiatrist meeting. Uh, yeah, where they're all talking about like what's going on, and and even that was kind of like wow, you know, because none of yeah. them just hearing about it believed her. Did you uh, notice yeah. in that scene though? But the funny they thing all was had the- cigarettes. Oh, yeah. like they're course, all cigars right? and yeah. cigarettes. Like yeah. there's like everyone's like just lighting up, making a right. hot box. Well, the, the one room. guy next to yes. Silver had a cigar, didn't he? And he like looks at him. And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah. And he like puts yep. it out right away. Oh, you know? right. <laughs> but the yes. other funny thing was like after. After uh, when they're around the table talking about it, one of the doctors like starts pouring coffee for everybody. Do you notice that? But yes, just gives but a he put like tiny, a drop in, tiny little drop in every single cup. Like that's I like, did it's very that. strong coffee. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like it a was triple, espresso. Like Caleb. espresso. Yeah, exactly. You only get a little bit. Budget cuts. Everybody gets a tiny bit of coffee. <laughs> Hey, at so, least it wasn't nothing coming out. It was like pantomime coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. No, and something really was coming out. That yes, was a funny thing, but it was. Yep. Like, you know, I don't know. What, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what the fuck are you even doing? Don't insult me, man. Give me coffee. Um, really quickly before we talk about the next two movies. Yeah. Can I can I give a little speech about the Warrens? Sure, sure. Because they're in the next two we're going to talk about. That's a good point. And we've already mentioned them a little bit. So the Warrens, as we now know them, uh, (laughs) the stars of the Conjuring franchise. 
but they've been around for a very, very, very long time doing their stuff. Good old Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, they've both now passed away. Ed passed in 2006, and Lorraine actually just passed away last summer. Yeah. The woman was in her 80s. So um, they were paranormal investigators back when that was a very emerging field. And Ed was a demonologist, and Lorraine was a psychic medium. Uh, hella Catholic and they did create their occult museum that um, now it's been kind of like I think it's been like kind of passed to other people in their family uh, The every, a lot of people in their family are into like the paranormal and investigations and whatnot uh, they had the Annabelle doll of course the very famous Annabelle doll though I think we all know in real life she, she was a Raggedy Ann doll not the awesome oh carved creature that we know right. from the conjuring um criticism <laughs> the warrens have always faced a lot of criticism and i did read their uh their book their like really famous book a number of years ago um the criticism ranges anywhere from they were sweet but delusional people to that they are straight up charlatans so a lot of people have a lot of opinions about them. And then this was um, really disturbing to know. I don't know when this became public knowledge, but a lady named Judith Penny has said that she and Ed had an affair when she was 15 and he was in his mid-30s and Lorraine was aware of it. So that's really fucking gross and disturbing. Wow. Um I am wondering, because <laughs> there's supposed to be a Conjuring 3, and I am wondering if they're not going to make that now. Like, mm. with the, with knowing this about Ed, like, if they can make a right. movie where he's a hero, I don't know if that's going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see the future of the Conjuring franchise. Right. Yeah. I wonder if that, so that, I'm trying to remember if that movie's been filmed or not yet though it has not been filmed it's not filmed okay yeah and it's supposed to be because well, the conjuring the first one we're going to talk about it's about the parents and then um conjuring two is about uh the uh enfield haunting in london and then i think oh i do know what the third one is but it's it's, it's drawing a blank right now but um i do enjoy vera formiga and what's his name patrick patrick wilson yeah, yeah, I do enjoy their portrayal of Ed and Lorraine. Mm -hmm. I think that they're very good actors, and I think that they are very compelling characters in um, pop culture. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there about the Warrens, that they're very famous, and a lot of people love them, say they totally helped them, save their lives. And there's a lot of people who are like, these people are fucking nuts, or these people were sweet, but they didn't know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sowing those seats. Right. Well, the this this says Conjuring Three is supposed to be released September 11th now, which means it's it's already been filmed. You yeah. think so? Mm, for September 11th? Yeah, I mean, not well, that yeah, I, but is that, that news post COVID though? Because so many um, things have been put on hold. I don't know. That, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But so anyway, we'll see what happens. Point. Yeah. So, what movie is would it, you like to do next? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Number two. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so 2013's The Conjuring comes up number two. Um, 
Yeah, and this is a story, again, of a family that uh, moves into a house that um, they basically start <laughs> having, again, all kinds of weird things start happening to them and visions and spooky goings-on um, to a point where they have to call in said mentioned Warrens to help them out. Uh, the film goes into a little bit in the Warrens' lives and kind of what's going on with them. Uh, in addition to the, I guess the main story, we'll call it, um, the Warren do feature kind of as a subplot, I guess we'll call it kind of the way to introduce yeah. them and what their lives are. They have a little girl, they have their, their, their antiquities room, I guess you can call it of, of haunted goodies. Um, their haunted stuff. Yeah. Uh, but basically, oh. yeah. So they basically go to the house where all these bad things are happening, um, and I don't remember where does it take place. Where is where is that house at? Do you remember Rhode Island? Anyone? Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they, uh, yeah, basically they have. I mean, you have to. There's <laughs> the the entity that is there uh, is a very abusive, mean uh, spirit. If I can say that, Sandra, you know better than <laughs> if I can say that. That's okay. Oh, but she's certainly mean in the film. She is, yes. So, um, but she's basically, it's, I'm trying to, I can't remember now, was it, it was a witch, right? And then she, she hung herself eventually on that tree mm-hmm. at 3.07 a.m., which is why I guess the clocks kept stopping. But uh, she basically would uh, possess, I guess, was it women to kill their children? That was part of it that was going on. Yeah. Um, and then she eventually takes over poor Lily, who's in the, in the film, um, the mom, and tries to get her again to kill her, her kids. Um, and then there's a big exorcism that Ed Warren has to perform because the church can't basically get there soon enough, uh, to help them out. So Ed has to force the spirit out. Um, and then it ends up house. being, yeah, ends up being a somewhat happy-ish ending, I guess. Um, with the trinket of that, they have a music box that Ed takes with them and adds to the, to the room. Hella um, James Wan looking music box. Yeah, it was actually really cool. I, lo- so, I love yeah. his aesthetics. That's not a dig, but right. like, you know, all of his movies have his total aesthetic. Yeah, they do. And the music box had a mirror in it that would spin. And you when you crank that, you could see the spirit behind you in the reflection of the mirror. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but yeah, so that was, I guess, the basic gist, you know, bad spirit, really mean spirit, not a happy spirit not <laughs> coming happy in. Spirit. This one didn't it's not help you. Casper the friendly ghost. Yeah, this one would not sit and talk. Uh, you know, talk the Bible with you. When not go through <laughs> or uh, Sunday school. This or one was more about the neighbors. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> right. leave you presents. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, no, this one was pretty much mad at everyone. Mad at the world. Yeah. Mad so, at the world. Yeah. Um, All right, Santa, hit us with the real. Oh, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you what really happened. <laughs> so first of all, him. <clears throat> The parent family and their huge brood of daughters really did move into a 14-room, 18th-century farmhouse in Rhode Island in the 1970s. The family lived there from 1971 to 1980. Wow. So they were there for a long time. A pattern repeats itself, right, of like a movie it makes it seem like it's like a month and like in real life people live there forever. Okay. So there was reportedly many spirits in the house and most of whom were quite harmless. Bathsheba, 
was one of the bad ones. And um, she allegedly felt threatened by the mom, Carolyn. Um, so she liked to kind of come after her. And the whole place smelled like rotting meat. Uh, the ghosts, not the family, I assume. So <laughs> Bathsheba Sherman was a real person who lived on the property in the mid-1800s. She was rumored to be a Satanist and was possibly involved in the death of a neighbor's kid, but nothing ever came of that due to a lack of evidence. So what allegedly happened is she was babysitting the neighbor's infant, and um, it died from a sewing needle to the base of the skull. Wow. That's kind of creepy. But again... Like they, uh, I, I, no evidence, so nothing ever came of it. But um, Bathsheba and her family just had a lot of speculation about them from then on. Uh, people could have been superstitious, people could have been haters. Who knows what really happened with that? Um, especially back in those days, I think they would have taken taken any excuse to be like that woman's a witch killer. So I find it like, like wow, they must really had no evidence of it at all if they weren't willing <laughs> really? to flay her alive. Um, so the Warrens made multiple visits over the years. They did hold a séance there once. They say they didn't do an exorcism; they just did a séance. And Carolyn allegedly became possessed. Um, she spoke in tongues and floated out of her chair really creepy sounding now apparently roger that's the dad he didn't think the warren's little visits were very good for his wife's mental health and so he started kicking them out and like y'all oh. are invited back uh they couldn't afford to move until 1980 but apparently the ghosts didn't stick around and bother anyone else after they did move out uh some people living there in the house over the years have said there's been some paranormal activity but Nothing like the parents allegedly went through. Wow. And uh, yeah, and just like with a lot of these cases, those kids are still alive. They're not, you know, it's just like right. the 70s and 80s that they were kids. And right. it's always interesting to hear what the people who went through it kind of thought happened. But so yeah. that's it. Um, hmm. That's the idea. I saw an interview <laughs> with, uh, with um, Mrs. Warren. What was her first yeah. name? Lorraine. Lorraine, that's right. I saw an interview with her, um, and she talked about that house basically, and said that you know she she would never go back to that house, you know. For, well, yeah, because she was thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That may be, but no, legally yeah, she yeah, can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she no, I think this restraining order that expires never. <laughs> right. I think I think the interview must have was probably. Based on the video, it looked like it was probably in the 90s, maybe two, early 2000s. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, but, I think I that's, mean, yeah, yeah. Sounds so, right. So, I mean, they would have been moved, oh, the family would have been gone by then, but, you know. Yeah. She was, she was saying, you know, yep, you never get me back in that house. So, <laughs> but, but mainly yeah. because of all the bad feelings that came from it, she said, I think is what she said. Yeah. Not, not so much for fear, but just from it, it was just a bad time for her. I, you know? yeah, I mean, I still kind of, Again, I'm a believer, but I still kind of fall somewhere a little bit in the middle on this one where I'm like, maybe the ghosts were triggered by this woman or this family and it didn't really care about anybody else that's ever lived there. Apparently, the people that live there now are more bothered by tourists 
and people who want to come yeah. see the house <laughs> right. than they are by ghosts. If the ghosts are there, they're pretty chill. And it was something like eight generations of that family like lived on that land before the parents moved in. So it's very, it's very historic. And if you, you right. know, could be who God knows hanging around for that long. <laughs> Um, I think this is a fantastic movie, though. I think this movie will 100% hold up, you know, for years to come. It's got one of the biggest jump scares that has ever gotten me in a movie with the armoire. Which part? The armoire. Oh, the part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. And, of course, the <laughs> game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When she's at yeah. the, the top of the stairs and then it just comes out and does yeah. that. And light. it has yeah. such um, a great sense of setting and of time being in the seventies. It's got a lot of kind of throwbackish vibes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great film. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's the thing, like whether it's accurate, accurate or not, it really is a, a spooky, scary film that just the sense of dread that you get in it. Um, but, yeah, I I think I what did I text you guys saying like, well, thank God I watched that during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> it got you. It's spooky. <laughs> so my problems, and it's not with the movie, but it's like it's the movie is telling you this is a true story. Um, so if it really is a true story, what you're portraying on screen, like I want to see these videos of you know crosses appearing on on people and 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 you know, the, the voices or whatnot you've picked up, um, with your equipment, like, you know, if this is true, then release it, show it to us, you know, let, right. let us hear it. Let us see it. That's my and a lot problem. Of them, and that's it's not with hard, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. Um, I'm cause I mean, I am, I'm into this stuff. So I listen to a lot of recordings and I watch a lot of shows and, things on the internet and whatnot and sometimes you know it's like the power suggestion like after you know what it's supposed to say and sometimes the uh, recordings are not very well preserved and they don't sound very good yeah so it's always like but it's interesting because like if you were to go in now the ghosts are totally chill with the people living there so they'd probably be like go away just get out <laughs> of our house yeah nice yeah. Yeah. yeah and you like the movie too neil yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, you know me, I mean, you know, I'm the first person to not like a new movie, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I thought say. it was actually, it was a good, no, it was a good film, I liked it, and I've seen, I'm, in fact, I've seen all of the uh, Conjuring uh, universe, except for The Nun, so, uh, and I... I'm caught up on all of them, I'm okay. caught up on the whole shebang. Yeah, so the yeah. first two Conjurings are pretty good, and I think the first Annabelle, if I remember, was pretty good, too, so... No, the they, first and, Annabelle sucks, the second Annabelle's good. Okay, I can't remember, but I do. I like it. One point, they start to tie the films in together, to in the timeline. Like you start yes. seeing them come together, yes. which is kind of cool. So okay. it is pretty yeah. cool, and I do like that a lot of it's based on true stuff. Um, I love Annabelle. I think she's absolutely adorable. Totally would let her live in my house. When Caleb said that he was scared. There is nothing I wanted more in the entire world than to go to your apartment and slide a little <laughs> miss me note under your door. <laughs> miss me? I even have like Annabelle hair today. Like Annabelle's everything. If you had done that, yeah. there would have been a shape of me like in the wall. Going. On the wall. Yeah. <laughs> 
Caleb would have Roger Rabbit right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Kaylee, want to tackle the last one? Last but not um, least. All right. So last but not least is 1979's Amityville Horror. The granddaddy. Uh, yeah. Granddaddy. The, the, uh, I don't know if it's the one that started them all, but, you know. Uh, so who do we have in this? Uh, uh, Margot Kidder, Miss Lois Lane, and as Neil referred to him, Thanos' dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Barbara Streisand. Mr. Barbara Streisand. Mr. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, yeah. James Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. James. <laughs> I got nicknames for him. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, this family moves into this house that, again, is like a really good deal. And that seems to be a theme is like the people that don't have a lot of money for some reason um, get stuck in these haunted houses um mm-hmm. but uh again strange things happening uh you know a, a priest gets you don't really know what <laughs> happens to him is he possessed is he just being fucked with i you know i i'm not even sure that priest. it's but. like the house doesn't want him to bless it so it's like keeping him from well it. and the house talks to him and like, get out <laughs> yep Sure does. Flies are all over the place. Anyway, um, but then the 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 dad starts to get possessed. He gets all, you know, starts loving on his axe and (laughs) precious, my precious axe, precious, yeah, Uh, snapping at people and uh, really sweaty, kind of sweaty all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like in the beginning, his hair was like kind of nice. Like fluffed like a up halo. and sort of like yeah. permed, and, and it starts halo. getting all like limp and uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unkempt. He's not paying the men at work. Um, he's, yeah, slacking yeah, off. Not, on his not job. signing those payroll checks. Not signing those Neil, payroll Neil knows checks. about that. <laughs> Neil, no, yeah, Neil. Neil refuses to sign anyone's payroll check. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he has the skeleton army to do his bidding but he's wearing those sweet sweet 1970s hiking brown height leather hiking boots with the with the the red laces do you remember those oh yeah. yeah actually i love i love the makeup in this movie it's actually got pretty good makeup effects and i love the costumes too um you guys want to hear what really happened yeah i want to hear it okay i'll wear it out so on November 3rd, 1974, 23-year-old Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family while they were in their beds in the Amityville uh, house, which is located on Long Island, New York. He killed his parents and his four siblings, aged 9 to 18. DeFeo is still in prison to this day. He's tried to get parole. He's tried to get all of it. He's going to be there for the rest of his life. Um, the motive remains unclear as to why he killed his whole family, but he was using pretty heavy drugs at the time, and he has been diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. So that could explain it. So in December of 1975, so not long after the events, George and Kathy, the Lutzes, move into the home with their three kids. Kathy's from a previous marriage, as we know. The movie is based on a book about their events. Um, the swarms of flies in the winter, the weird disturbances, the, the whole thing is in the book and allegedly happened. 
the priest stuff. So uh, the priest's name is actually Father, uh, Father Mancuso, and he was the guy that came to bless the house and said he heard a voice telling him to leave. That, he says, happened. But he accounts that the stigmata like blisters, the high fever after visiting them, totally false, never happened. And apparently, I never saw this show. Uh, it was definitely before my time, I think before your guys' time too, but there was In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, yep. Yeah, that Father Mancuso was on that show. Wow. Once. Um, so he said like, yeah, the voice happened, nothing else was true. So the Lutzes did leave the house, abandoning all their stuff, um, too scared to return. Movers came and packed it up for them the next day and said they personally didn't experience any paranormal activity while they packed. Uh, there were also claims that the ground was used as a place where the local Shincock uh, Native Americans would abandon the mentally ill and dying. And the tribe has come forth to say that's bullshit. <laughs> they never did that. Um, the bullshit Lutzes, or not. <laughs> yeah, the Lutzes got involved in a huge lawsuit where they sued different companies for misappropriation of names and trade purposes. Um, there was mental distress, invasion of privacy, the whole thing. Basically, kind of like when you look at it, it looks like they sued for money. Mm -hmm. um, there was a countersuit. It was a whole mess. Big, wow. big deal after these events. Um, George claimed that the book's events were mostly true and any false claims were not his fault. <laughs> of course, right? Uh, various homeowners since the Lutzes have denied any paranormal, paranormal activity. And, you know, of course, uh, a number of years ago now, probably about 10 years ago, they changed those outside windows yep, that look right. like eyes. So those aren't there anymore. In 1975, the good old Warrens <laughs> came to investigate with the TV crew. Uh, the Warrens say the house is haunted by bad spirits due to its violent history. Um, I recommend checking out the 2012 documentary, My Amityville Horror. Have you guys seen that? No. So um, this follows one of the sons, Daniel Lutz, and his version of events and what happened. Very, very interesting documentary. Um, he goes into a lot of detail about abuse that he suffered at the hands of George, and that, the, and he says because George was into Satanism and he was an abuser and he was into drugs and all this stuff, that George is the one that made the ghosts active and terrorize everybody um i wow. don't know yeah <laughs> so and a lot of people you know they have their own theories about daniel lutz in that documentary but i don't know i don't know george just doesn't george lutz didn't seem like a real sweetheart of a guy to me so interesting yeah yeah it's funny because all, all these films kind of had that common thread it seems like like there's always you know, there's some kind of abuse, some kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something going on. Money, that, money issues that gets yeah. them into the house in the first yeah. place. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Ties them all together. Yeah. But that's interesting. It's, it's interesting to take all that into consideration. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I actually went to the Amityville house. So, Did you see the old windows and the new windows? I think it was the, I think it was the new windows. I went in 2005. And I, I had to actually go out there for work. Um, you might have seen the old windows. I think it only changed you know, I, like when I went by it. I remember, I remember thinking that those windows look different, but 
Maybe they change them again. Maybe there's multiple yeah. times. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe there's like no windows there now or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are windows there, but so the guy that li- there's a, I went to a, uh, it was a cabinet maker who was doing our uh, our concession stands for new theater we were building. So I went. He was in Amityville, so I went to go visit the shop to look at the things being made. Um, and I'm like, would you take me to the Amityville house? <laughs> Yay! And he's probably like, God um, damn it. I know. He was, like, yeah. he was like, oh, sure. So the he, he took me to the so house. sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. And he took me to the bar where DeFeo <gasps> went to oh, know, wow. after he did the murders that, that night. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's it's cool because the house looks like it does in the movies, but at the same time, like I'm trying to remember, I don't remember it being so close to the river, like it is portrayed in the movie. I feel like it was further away than that. Huh. Um, but yeah. regardless, it was cool to be. I mean, it was. I say cool. You know, I mean, it was. That's, there was. A, there was. There was a tragedy awesome. there. Regardless. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. But in the lore of haunted houses, you know, and, cool. and being yeah. a horror movie fan, it was really cool to be there and to see everything firsthand. Oh um, yeah. But I I love this movie. Damn, this is like one of my childhood favorites. I adore this movie. Yeah, I um, I particularly love the uh, the music. I'll be honest, the score of the film is pretty iconic, I think. You know, when you think mm-hmm. about all those cool horror 70s films like The Exorcist and Amityville and The Omen and even Halloween, all these 70s flicks that had really good scores. And of course, I know The Exorcist was, that was a song, you know, Tube of Their Bells before they, they grabbed it. But anyway, um. Yeah, I know. It's a great, it's a great film. I think that it's a fun there's, film. They there's do a some good job. parts of it. There's some parts of the movie that didn't age super well. That right. aged a little cheesy. I'll be the first to admit that. But um, I still love it. I still really love this movie. And um, I mean, <laughs> sounds like the true events are pretty far from the film, especially the whole yeah, uh, yeah at the end there. But um, yeah, what? No, what did you think, Caleb? Had you seen this? I'd seen it a really long time ago, um, and I remembered a fair amount. Um, it's it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. You know, I'd rather watch this than than Haunting in Connecticut or an American Haunting. So yeah. Well, that's saying something. But yeah. it's a classic. You know, I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, yeah, I think I like to always try and think about the time that it was made. You oh, know, like what, yeah. It was what did it mean deal, yeah. to the, yeah, to society at that point? It was probably pretty scary, especially right. given it was only, what, three years, four, what was it, six years, whatever the hell it was, five years. <laughs> Pick a number, any number after the, the <laughs> yeah, thing it was actually happened. Yeah, 79 or 80. 79 so I mean, that was, it was released. And the, yeah, the thing so happened in was, 70. It was fresh on this story. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and for me, like, um, you know, I think of Margot Kidder, who passed away a little bit ago. Like, I'm not a huge Superman fan. I'm a, I'm a Batman girl. Right. And <laughs> I've never been a huge Superman fan. Uh, and so for me, Margot Kidder is always, like, this movie and, like, her horror stuff. Like, right. that's my Margot Kidder. <laughs> Margot, yes. Yeah. Amityville and Black Christmas, and that's it. <laughs> that's it, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's it. Although why why in that one scene is she wearing one leg warmer? Uh, thank and, you, <laughs> thank you, and and doing and doing that what that move with a one leg warmer. What's that about? I don't know. Maybe she only had one. They were poor. They can only afford one leg warmer. So she put it on. She does her stretches. Then she takes it off. Puts it on the other leg. That's a good that point. Afford the one, but 
Yeah. yeah, Scott Scott has a good point. Scott's like, you know, the longest yet most boring sex scene ever filmed. <laughs> oh my god. And it's with the with, porn mirrors. Yes. Oh my god, with those weird gold mirrors. Yep. Like those like when we were watching that again, I was like looking at it, I was like, those mirrors are pornographic. Like nothing good comes from those mirrors. <laughs> they except are perverse. For, yeah, except for shooting a sex scene and yeah. That's Maybe. About it. But they don't make I don't know. That whole and then the dumb stuff on it comes like, in. I don't know. <laughs> like, I want to go home. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Kids, they ruin everything. Those yeah. kids. Uh, I like it when the babysitter with headgear gets locked in the <laughs> closet. That's yes. pretty rad. Uh, I was thinking to myself, they even do headgear anymore. It's been forever since I've seen the kid wearing that. Well, c- probably because they still do it, but I think they only make them wear it at night now. Oh, uh, okay. They don't parade them out in the day in it. Jeez. <laughs> like they used to? <laughs> like yeah. We and used to. Like, they'll be like, children are known for being kind and accepting. Go forth into middle school with your headgear. <laughs> God, especially now on social media, they'll just be like, hashtag headgear and all these poor children. That's like a freaking Torquemada medieval torture device, you know? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Yeah, producer Scott had never seen this movie, and he watched it with me. And for him, this movie didn't hold up or age well or anything either. Um, So I think there's, for a lot of us, there's nostalgia factor is going to come into play. Even though, like, I mean, obviously I saw it in, like, the 90s when I was a kid, but, you know, still. like. Um, but you were a kid. That's the thing. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the things you see as a kid, like, you're more accepting of, uh, yeah. you know. And, like, I do think that, like, definitely looking at it for its time, it holds up in that way. But at the same time, it's, I mean, the the hair is... It, it pulls a lot of focus. It, pulls, <laughs> it does. So one thing I, I did um, see was that uh, the um, imaginary friend that the, the little daughter had, Jody. Oh yeah, Jody. She would. I guess she would describe it as like a red-eyed pig creature. Yes, a pig, a pig, a uh, dog, demon thing, thing yeah. which they did show, which is cool because the movie Briefly. did take that, ah. you know, and, and and did still use that, which is I thought was kind of cool. That try to stay yeah. factual to what they reported seeing. So uh, one part that I feel holds up really well is when the windowsill goes down on his hand. Right. Oh. Oh. Yep. And the yeah. flies. I mean, all the actors dealing with all those flies all over them. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, that's regardless gross. of it's what, disgusting. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and Rod Steiger, give it up for Rod Steiger. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just all right. Chewing that cool. scenery. Oh my god! And the and the mayor from Jaws plays one of the mean like up, upper priests, and it's like forever an asshole that guy. <laughs> not typecast at all. No, right? We're not closing the like, beaches, can, and we're not doing an exorcism. Screw yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, if like you need someone to say no in a really rude way, you just cast that man. <laughs> Um, wow, this has been a fun episode, gang. We've gone a little over time because, you know, we're, it's a celebration. We're having a party. God damn it. It's not even an episode. It's, it's a party. The, it's the red, white, and boo. God dang it. Yeah. So, you know what? The one thing we're missing, it's the 4th of July. Yeah, is what fireworks. Are we missing? 
We need fireworks. Yes, we do. Scott. I'm the kid that's all the candy. I'm a Yankee. He happens to have fireworks. That didn't Are sound good. It's like some windows. This looks like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally right no friend. <laughs> <laughs> Old man on a table. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he's down. Oh, no. We killed one. Oh, no, 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 no. We need to get the animals out of it. No! Wow. He steps on the guy's head. Run, fellas! Is this a sparkler? <laughs> oh, I'm Jesus. Afraid. Hey! Oh, <laughs> I know you oh my God. Out his nose. Touchdown! <laughs> He's so happy. Touchdown? He's so happy. Wrong sport, homie. <laughs> I shoot these cars. Look at that oh dead guy on the stairs smoking a cigarette. Oh yeah, my guy's God. dead. Wow. You have to wonder if the gentleman had teeth before that happened. It's like a memento mori or something. Oh my God. What's with that guy on the stairs? Oh, okay. I will say I appreciate his sense of humor about that happening. Yes. Uh, you right. know what's what's really scary was that song in that warbly <laughs> organ grinder monkey music. But more importantly, YouTube did not kick us off. So it's okay. America. We did it. We're America. gonna play that song forever and ever. <laughs> our new theme song. That's it. No, that was a wonderful Our theme song is awesome. Thank you, Quentin. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. So I guess that's it, huh? I that was up a great fireworks show. That was great. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Caleb, Sandra, Scott. I love you guys. Love you. Too. Love you. Laura, Mark, Vision. Thank you, friends at home. Have a good safe holiday. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.